0: Support for this podcast comes from Fetcher. Are you hiring for engineers, sales reps or marketeers? Be the first to find and engage qualified, diverse candidates with Fetcher's full-service recruiting automation software. Fetcher combines search automation technology with a unique humans-in-the-loop layer so you can source four times faster while ensuring candidates match with your exact criteria. Stop spending hours each day sourcing and emailing and start using that time to engage and excite candidates. Schedule your demo today at www.fetcher.ai. That's www.fetcher.ai and mention the Recruiting Future podcast for an exclusive discount. There's been more of scientific discovery more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 395 of the Recruiting Future podcast. We've been talking continuously about challenging talent markets on this podcast since March. However, We've not so far mentioned the one specific skill shortage which is affecting everyone. The pressure on many employers to scale up their talent acquisition functions is immense, but hiring experienced recruiters has arguably never been tougher. So what can companies do to attract and retain experienced recruiter talent while also building capacity and capability? My guest this week is Amy Schultz, Global Head of Talent Acquisition at Canva. Canva has been scaling up at speed over the last few years, and Amy has some very valuable perspectives and experiences to share. Hi, Amy, and welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Matt. I was thinking the last time I spoke to you, I was uh, still in, in San Francisco, and I think we were talking about you know talent trends for 2020, and I don't think either of us knew what was ahead then when we spoke.
0: Absolutely. It's been a somewhat unexpected time since then, but it is, it is brilliant to have you back on the show. And yeah, you're no longer in San Francisco either. So for people who, who may not have heard you the last time you're on the show, just introduce yourself and tell us what you do.
1: I will. Well, hi, Matt. Thanks for having me back. Uh, So I am Amy Schultz and I lead uh, recruiting for Canva. And for folks that haven't heard of Canva before, we are a visual communications platform. And we were launched back in 2013 to really make it simple and enjoyable for anyone to create designs and fast forward to today we're now used by millions of of users all over the world in in i think about 190 countries um, which is amazing And, and canva is available in in over 100 languages so the the growth and the success of uh of canva is has been nothing short of extraordinary and it's a wonderful product and uh you know i'm just grateful to to be a part of the journey
0: now, I've been an enthusiastic user of Canva for quite some time now, Love so you know, very familiar with the product, but no, not really that familiar with the, with the company. I mean, tell us a little bit about how you're structured, where your teams are based and, and also the, 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 recruiting challenges that you face.
1: Sure. So we have, uh, three co-founders, um, Mel, Cliff and Cam, and we're, we're headquartered in, in Australia, uh, in, in Sydney. And, and now, you know, we have, uh, I think over 2,400 um dotted around the globe, whether it be in Australia, in the Philippines, in China, in the US uh, and also in, in EMEA and in 2022, you know, we're expanding into a lot more um, global markets and, you know, the team, the recruiting team, when I joined Matt uh, almost one year ago, uh, the recruiting team was was a mighty crew of, of 30 and, you know, that past two years they had managed to, to double uh, headcount and hiring volumes year on year and, and we're on track to, to do that. Again, uh, this year probably around seventeen hundred hires, both um, permanent, contingent, and our recruiting team this year has grown um, as as Canva has grown, and, and we're now over over sixty um, and uh, and dotted around around the globe. And you know, it's it. I think it's a it's a really interesting time um, to obviously be in recruiting, and we're super fortunate at Canva that you know more and more folks. Now know us, um, and I think our consumer brand is is really recognisable, and, and we have uh, been working hard this year to to make our talent brand recognisable as well. And we've had over two hundred thousand job applications in the past um, twelve months, which I you know I don't think I've, I've worked anywhere where where I've received so much inbound. Um, interest and, and now we're sort of at a point where over 60% of our jobs we're actually filling with direct applicants, which is, um, which is extraordinary.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose even more extraordinary considering the problems that employers are having at the moment, finding finding talent, persuading people to, you know, persuading people to move, all those kind of things. You talk there about expanding your recruitment team. And a few weeks ago, you wrote a really interesting piece on LinkedIn about the the challenge of recruiting recruiters. And over the last sort of few weeks, we've covered a lot of different aspects of the the, the sort of challenging uh, talent markets all over the world, but the the one yeah. thing we haven't talked about is how difficult it is to recruit recruiters. Tell us about the the challenges that you're that you're seeing.
1: Yeah, no, it's, and thanks so much for asking about it, Matt. You know, i I had been speaking to you know a number of of peers in other you know TA positions, and and they were all sort of talking about you know the. The, the increased volume of, of hiring and and now you know faced with, with having to very, very quickly grow and scale their their TA teams. And and let's be honest, you know, for anyone that has worked in a recruiting related role or talent or HR, this past year has been like whiplash <laughs> for us. And, you know, I think that there were there were a number of companies that unfortunately had to reduce the size of their recruitment teams last year. But Far quicker than probably anyone um, expected. You know, we're we're back hiring again and and hiring more than than ever. And I was just curious to see whether you know the demand for recruiters was equal, if not more, than software engineers. You know, if anyone works in in tech, uh, you, you know that recruiting software engineers is you know perceived to be the the, the trickiest um, thing out there, and. So, you know, while I think now there are more software engineering roles open on LinkedIn than there are recruitment roles, Matt, when you look at the uh, the amount of folks on LinkedIn that uh, have a job title recruiter compared to software engineers, like the, I think it's about, you know, 1 million folks with recruiter profiles versus, you know, 9 million with software engineering profiles on LinkedIn. And and so the, the supply and demand for recruiters, is far tighter um, than, than software engineering. But I just don't think, you know, companies think of it like that, right? Like any tech company spends a hell of a lot of time focusing on how they recruit, retain, look after software engineers. Imagine if companies were spending the same amount of time thinking about how they attract, retain and invest in recruiters. Um, Because let's be honest, you're, you're not able to hire software engineers without recruiters. And you know for companies that are all out there competing for recruiting talent you know if 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 that company hasn't invested in their recruitment team before whether that's in resources in you know in tech in skill development i think that they are really going to to struggle at the moment
0: i mean i completely agree with you and i sense that the vast majority of the audience will will agree with you will agree with you as well it's obviously a, a very big challenge. Every company seems to be recruiting at the moment, either if, if they're trying to get back to where they were pre-pandemic or they're scaling because business is booming for for, for various reasons. But yeah, absolutely, there is a sort of huge demand for, for for recruiters. Just kind of want to break this down into sort of a couple of areas. So First of all, you were talking about attracting and retaining people who are already recruiters, great, great recruiters. How do you think companies should be thinking about that? and What should they be doing to make themselves a more attractive place for recruiters to work and keep the great recruiters that they have?
1: Um, great question. And, you know, it's funny, I, I put a, a post on, on LinkedIn recently, um, just with some advice for, for you know, any recruiters that are out there that are getting hit up and, in, and interviewing, uh, you know, to ask these these questions when they're speaking to prospective um, companies you know what has been the investment in a company's recruiting function to date and what are their future investment plans now I think it's it's really important for, for companies to be able to attract recruiting talent you need to be able to demonstrate that you, that you value the function, that you're giving folks, you know, the tools to, to do their job uh, efficiently, to create great experiences. Um, And there's also, you know, a focus on, on skill development. You know, the other question I I think is, is really helpful to ask is, what is the view of TA or within, of, of recruiting within your company? You know, is it, is it respected? Is it seen as a, as a, as a cost centre, because I think that will really talk to, you know, the culture and, and a recruiter's ability to be able to um, do work that is that is valued and, and that they can find meaning in. And, and I think, you know, more than ever in, in the great reshuffle, folks are really seeking more meaning and purpose in the work that they do. And lastly, you know, how are companies developing their recruiters so they can continue to hone their craft? Because for anyone you know listening, um, Matt, that is a recruiter, probably like me, you never intended to be a recruiter. You just kind of fall into it. Um, but just because we fall into something, you know, doesn't mean that that we that we shouldn't be really invested in our you know ongoing learning and development. And I think you know recruitment is is art and science. You know, it's the instincts and and the insights and. How I rec- how you know my team recruit now is different to twelve months ago, and will be different again in in twelve months time. So it's really important that we are developing our recruiters, and I think that that development and skill building then creates opportunities for other folks to find um, a career in recruiting. And I think that helps then companies to identify, you know, new sources of talent, whether that's recruiting apprenticeships, you know, for example. And and I think we all need to build rather than just purely rely on on buying buying talent right now.
0: I think that's really interesting. And what you said about apprenticeships is, is, is definitely really, really interesting. To pick up on something else that you said, you said you never planned to, to be a recruiter. And it's something that I hear very, very often from lots of people in and around this industry that it was never never an industry they planned to, to, to get into. And it was certainly the, the case with me as well. If we are looking for new sources of talent to come into the industry, do you think that there is work to do in terms of the brand of being a recruiter, working in talent acquisition as, as, a, as a career. What could we do as an industry to kind of really sort of raise up the profession of recruiting and make it people's first choice rather than something that they, they, they just fall into?
1: Oh I love that question. You know, I think it is about you know, to your point, raising the profile and then also celebrating. <laughs> um, you know, I think celebrating um, the the role of of recruiters. and i would love kind of seeing now you know more and more industry awards for um, recruiters and, and recruitment teams uh, because I, I think it's so important to to celebrate and recognize um, you know the you know the work, the craft and and the impact. Um, that, um, that recruiters have. So, you know, I would encourage, you know, more, more industry awards and more companies to, you know, sponsor, you know, awards or, or even have kind of their own internal recognition um, for recruiters. Like that, that celebration point um, can't be underestimated. And then coming back to your, you know, to your point around raising the profile, you know, I, certainly this year, uh, I have spent more time, uh, partnering with our marketing and communications teams than I ever have before, Matt, uh, around, you know, talent brand. And I think, you know, companies have really now recognised or a lot of companies have recognised the value of um, linking consumer brand and talent brand and, and really, you know, they they do go, go hand in hand. And so for the opportunity for TA to start working with other teams on projects that are outside of sort of operational hiring, I think is a is a great way of demonstrating our value and, and perhaps you know shifting the profile or the perception of of hiring as just you know it's kind of operational recruiting. But actually, you know, there's so much more you know strategy and 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 creativeness um, that we apply day to day in what we in what we do. Likewise, as, you know, folks are returning um, to the office and, and companies are starting to think about, um, you know, hybrid work and, and flexible work, I'm also, you know, involved in in more conversations than I ever before around, you know, where should we hire, you know, what what are the, the right locations, you know, what are the skills that we're going to need you know, in, in the future. And so all of a sudden, you know, you're in these conversations with perhaps L&D, perhaps real estate, perhaps employee experience, you know, perhaps even, you know, business development or corp dev if, if companies are looking at M&As. And I'm finding more and more that TA are at the seat in in a lot of different tables. And we have really valuable insight to contribute, um, I think, to, to business strategy as it relates to talent um and i think you know right now talent has never been more important to any company's ability to to grow be successful and, and scale and i think that's also starting to um to to up level our our profession and and the value of it and i think that's just you know great for our um for our industry as a whole
0: a quick message from our sponsor winolo Hi everyone, I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W O N O L O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on demand, seasonal, short term and long term work. Ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process and use Winolo to find quality workers fast and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over a 100 markets, including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com pod. That's wwww O-L-O dot com slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. One of the interesting things is for several years now, we've been talking about the role of the recruiter changing and technology and enabling that or, or forcing that. And really in the last few months, I think we've really seen that Accelerating and become much more obvious, and I, I think it's a it's a key part of what you're talking about in terms of that role of TA evolving. So we've got technology, we've also got all of the the, the, the fallout coming out of the continuing the continuing pandemic. What are you seeing in terms of the way that re- the recruiting is changing and the way that that TA is, is is structured and and how that's changing?
1: Yeah, you know, I think you you touched on technology, Matt, and you know, I see technology has been kind of a bit of a leveler um in a lot of ways you know for for a while I think we were we were worried that you know robots were going to replace recruiters and and I and I that hasn't happened and, and I don't think it will happen and I think technology can enable us all to to work. You know, to work smarter, um, and you know, if you're a candidate, you know, I think technology sort of creates a bit of a, a leveling experience. So then, what's the point of difference? And I think the point of difference is the human connection um, that you know recruiters can create for candidates as they go through a process, um, and you know, something that we have uh, been focused on this year at, at Canva is creating peak moments. Um, throughout our, our candidate life cycle, and you know, there's a there's a great YouTube video by a guy called Dan, Dan Heath where he talks about building peaks rather than fixing potholes. And that, you know, to be memorable, it's it's really about sort of creating those moments of surprise and delight rather than sort of, you know, fixing making those incremental changes to, to process. And I and I think, you know, technology can kind of help with that. But then how are how are we really thinking about building those those moments of of connection? And I think, you know, recruiters um, will that's that's like where I think the the value that we can continue to unlock um, comes in the future. And that creates then more roles around technology talent brand around candidate experience um, i think you know the role of of, of a sourcer is is evolving and, and even you know the role of a recruitment coordinator while there are so many tools that can help us with with scheduling like that recruitment coordinator is still you know the fir- often the first real point of contact that a candidate has in in the process and i think that can't be you know underestimated just the the human connection that we can create so i i think it's it's so interesting to see how we can continue to leverage technology, but also, you know, the different roles that are evolving in recruiting and, and, you know, thinking outside of necessarily sort of those experience-related roles, like in order for us to leverage technology and work smarter in more and more recruiting operations roles, more more recruiting analytics-related roles as well. So I, you know, I certainly haven't seen the the role um, of of recruiter diminishing at all. I think technology continues to enable and perhaps level, um, level you know be the be the leveler. And there are so many more opportunities coming out, um, and you know as well as like. Inclusion, recruiting type roles, um, so it's it's actually super exciting, and and I think that um, recruiting will continue to to change and evolve, you know, with the business, and I think that's um, you know that's sort of a great opportunity for us as an industry to think about how we can innovate, how we can continue to add value, but also create new career pathways um, for for all folks, you know, that whether they're within recruiting or whether You know, these are roles that can help attract um, folks in different um, industries into recruiting with, um, you know, with transferable skills.
0: And are you seeing recruiting sort of extending its influence within the organization and looking at things like internal talent markets and internal mobility, um, you know, and really having a a much more sort of day-to-day role in the overall success of the organization?
1: Definitely, Matt. And, you know, it's interesting to sort of see how different companies are um, approaching that. You know, I know that some companies are sort of carving out, you know, teams within their recruiting team to focus purely on internal hiring. And in some cases, you know, those teams aren't actually sitting within the main recruiting team. They might be sitting in an employee experience team. And and I find that really interesting um, as, as well. And, you know, when we think about the great reshuffle, Matt, um, so much of, you know, a company's ability to retain their staff really will come back to their ability to um, to continue to develop. So those internal mobility programs, you know, internal um, talent marketplaces are going to be so critical to, you know, a company's um, overall success uh, and, you know, for folks to to continue to see, you know, a career path for them. And, you know, millennials now make up such a large percentage of, of employees and also job seekers and we know that they, uh, you know, have have been searching for for meaning and purpose in what they do, and and I think Gen Z, you know, more so. Um, and I, you know, read some interesting research this week that was talking about the persona of Gen Z really kind of having main character energy, <laughs> which is which is so which I find fascinating. Um, and I think that's going to create then, you know, sort of these new kind of challenges and new ways of uh, of of sort of thinking through. Um, career paths for folks, and and you know, at Canva, you know, we we talk about sort of it's it's a career rock, rock climbing wall rather than a career ladder. And I think those companies that can really um, nail down the skills that their that their employees have, and can figure out how they can mobilize those skills to be working on the biggest opportunities and challenges with that the company has um at that time like that that those companies are going to be truly successful in the future
0: as you said at the beginning, the the last time we spoke was at the end of twenty nineteen and we were confidently predicting the the trends that were going to affect 2020. I really can't miss the opportunity to 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 do that again and see if we can be a bit more maybe a bit more accurate this time. Obviously it's impossible to say what's gonna happen at the moment, but what should TA leaders be be looking out for in in twenty twenty two? What should what should they be thinking about?
1: Uh, I mean, recruiter recruiter development and um and skill development um first and foremost. And I think, you know, investing in in their TA function from a capability point of view, um, a technology point of view, and and also, you know, for TA leaders out there to really, you know, champion their team and and make sure that the business are recognising and rewarding them in, in the right way because, you know, it's it's been definitely a rough old 18 months um, for, for folks in recruiting and I think, you know, there's there's a lot of burnout um, out there. Um, and so I, I think, you know, on the top of that, Matt, the your mental health and just I think prioritising team wellbeing um, will be very important for for all TA leaders to think about. And then you know skills like how how are recruiting leaders working with their um, people partner colleagues with their L&D colleagues with their employee experience colleagues to to think about the ongoing um, skill development of employees and then the skill mobility. Uh, and then, you know, the increasing correlation of consumer brand and talent brand. Um, I think that, you know, a TA leader's um, ability to, to have great working relationships with their marketing um, leads and their comms leads will will also unlock um, a huge amount of um value and, and also just fun you know I think the more you sort of you work with different people the more like me as a as a recruiting leader I learn as well um and I think that um you know continuing to kind of learn and continuing to to deepen relationships um with folks that you that you that you work with in a hybrid world can also only be good.
0: Amy thank you very much for talking to me.
1: Thank you for having me back Matt uh as always a pleasure.
0: My thanks to Amy. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list to get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time, and I hope you'll join me.
1: This is my show.